0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 101 of the Dressage Radio Show, brought to you by Equestrian Collections, Equisketch, and Kentucky Performance Products. Stafford and my co-host this week back in uh, back in the hot seat is Brett Parbury from down under and Brett great to have you back and I know you have a guest with you this week so uh, tell us how you're doing and who you have with you
1: Thank you Chris. Oh, I have Penny Castles with me from New Zealand. She's come over for the Sydney CDI with her horse Star 1 and um, and Penny is has been she's had a very successful start to the year with Star 1. He's 10 years old and he hasn't done a lot of Grand Prix. I think that the Grand Prix at Sydney will be sixth of his career. Um Penny's been in the top three. I think you were you were you won the Berkeley medal at um at, at um one of the championships over there. They had horse of the year. She was second and third I think. But Penny's horse with Jim uh, Star one's going from strength to strength. So so welcome Penny and, and um welcome to Australia first of all and, and I know you're looking forward to the Sydney C D I. How um how have you
2: been? Oh, it's great. You know, I've um, really enjoyed being based here with Brett and he's really sharpened me up and and I, I'm i really um, looking forward to the competitions afternoon. It's going to be, well, it starts tomorrow. But uh, I can see um, in every area of my test, he's really just picked me to pieces and lifted my game and, um, and of course, it's been great riding every day with someone at your level and above. It's really, it's really um, just missed our whole game, myself and Jimmy. It's been fantastic.
0: Well, oh, Penny, tell yeah. us, where, where are you from in, Austro- in In New Zealand? Sorry, I didn't mention Australia. Where are you from in New Zealand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: I'm from the North Island, which is, um, you know, New Zealand's two parts, so it's the bottom of the North Island. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been involved in dressage for about 20 years. And my main job over in New Zealand is I'm involved with the Aventors which is um, the New Zealand eventing Team. And the, and I am the New Zealand coach for the high performance part of eventing in New Zealand, and as you know, you've seen on the news this morning, we've just done so well at badminton, so we're all on a, you know, on a big high over here. We've got, I think, what do we get first? Fourth
0: and ten.
1: Oh, she says, "What did we get?" <laughs> rubbing it into me all morning.
0: I was going to say that's going to be a bit fighting. painful, Brett. you, you <laughs> certainly have reason to celebrate. Uh, for those of you who follow the sport of eventing on the Eventing Radio Show, you will know that Mark Todd won badminton for the fourth time, and uh, right behind him was Andrew Nicholson. Had two good rides, but a very unfortunate couple of rails down in there in the final analysis. And then, of course, Caroline Powell with her Burley winner. Uh, one was also in in the running there uh, you you have every reason to rub it in and and I and I I think it'd be an interesting conversation just to compare notes about the eventing dressage here on the show between you two uh Penny and Brett
1: yeah it's very interesting Chris because I'm the I'm sort of in charge of the of coaching of the eventing Australian eventing team dressage uh section and Penny's the equivalent of my counterpart on the New Zealand side so we there's a lot of banter between the two of us and and um trying to pull we agree that pulling these eventers into line with dressage is not easy but <laughs> I must say we we both love working with them and they're just fantastic they have a work ethic above and beyond um, you know sports people around the world and they're just fantastic they're great they a great attitude and and we love it
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's interesting, sure, yeah. we should talk, be talking about this, guys, because one of the things that uh, was so evident at this year's badminton was the standard of the dressage. In fact, there was a 10 thrown out there, and and you'll yeah. hear from Lucinda Green on this week's Eventing Radio show. She was sitting in uh, the judge's booth at sea with Anne-Marie Binder from Denmark when she gave a 10 uh, to, um, to Piggy French, which... Uh, you know, is is un, unheard of. I mean, you know, you know how rare a ten is, yeah, and and yeah. and she and she said she said it in a way that she would just say like a seven or an eight or a nine. There was no like ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the and the and the scribe actually questioned her and said, "Pardon." <laughs> yeah. But the standard was fantastic uh, over there, and of course, it was a very very close competition. And I think. And it's interesting that, that you know there are more and more pure dressage coaches now that are helping the event riders with their dressage, and, and it is raising the bar.
1: Yeah. Look, I think long gone are the days are, are when the, the eventers despised the dressage and actually did it because they had to. The, the ones I'm working with are absolutely loving it, and they're mm. so thirsty for knowledge and thirsty for, for tips. Um it's great to see that enthusiasm amongst people that, that have won gold medals. I mean, I, I I was a bit daunted getting involved with them because they were so successful and had won gold medals and, and the likes, but they're so thirsty for tips and help. It's fantastic.
0: Well,
2: I mean, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd find the same. I'd say that they're really, um, you know, they love... The whole game's lifted since the flying changes and things have been introduced to the test. They really do have to start getting true collection now and all that sort of thing and so they they really are starting to understand it more and and consequently they really are loving it
0: yeah yeah it's that's interesting point there penny because they they the standard is is up and the and the and the questions are very more technical now than they used to be it it really has changed the focus in the sport of course since we shifted to the short format anyway but now you know they really have to n- know about riding that flying change and it's very interesting to watch the different standards that there are already with, with that with some of those more advanced movements so uh, I, I think we should have a, a show just about the uh, rising standards of uh, dressage in, in eventing. Thanks to to you guys. Now how long have you been working with the New Zealand eventing team Penny?
2: Um, I uh basically 20 years but I've been with the high performance like well and truly the last three years we've been very very focused since our um, the Hong Kong Olympics where we didn't we weren't that successful we really revamped the whole thing and we've really piled a lot of time into dressage and it's payback time came last year at Kentucky and we just you haven't seen
1: anything yet. Oh, It's <laughs> oh, <maybe. laughs> <laughs> We're very excited. Oh, <laughs> Laying down up the up gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> we've got the World Cup rugby to come. Because, oh, <laughs> this, <series of> good- <laughs> uh,
0: this could be a very interesting year, you know. But it was your idea that this was, Brett, you know, I, I don't know. You've got a little bit of trans-Tasman rivalry going on, on there. <laughs> Well, all good all good fun. I know we're going to talk about a few other things here on the show this week. Not least of all, the World Cup, which is happening as we speak over there in Leipzig, Germany. That's going to be a big competition. Not only is it the World Cup finals for dressage, but also for show jumping, for vaulting and driving as well. Um, you probably wish you were over there just for the fun of it, don't you guys?
1: Mm, yeah, it'll be fantastic. The first time the World Cup's been put together under one roof and uh, And leipzig of what I hear is a, just a fantastic venue, so I think yeah. it'll be fanta- it'll be just it will be a, the, probably the biggest spectacle of the year i think
0: it will and we 're going to preview preview um, some of those combinations a little bit later on but let 's just take a, a quick commercial break. Many riders that started their riding in other disciplines migrate towards dressage as they mature as riders. Physically, emotionally and intellectually, dressage becomes more attractive and at every stage in their life, riders are looking to wear appropriate apparel that has often been designed specifically for the sport. Style and functionality are important, as is a certain level of attention to detail and quality. For this reason, there is no better choice than to shop at Equestrian Collections. Their selection is unmatched with the best names in riding attire. For all your riding and stable choices, be sure to visit equestriancollections.com. Well, Brett, since we last spoke, uh, you had the Sydney C- CDI. Were you over for there for that too, Penny?
1: No, no, no. Uh, actually, the they had the Melbourne CDI uh, in March and then the Sydney CDI is this week.
0: Oh, the Sydney CDI is this week. I'm sorry, well, I wasn't thinking yep. about Melbourne then, aren't I?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of Melbourne. So, so Penny um, has come over for this year. This year for the Sydney CDI. It's it's the biggest event for us in, in Australia, and for well, it's the biggest event actually for the oh, Southern right. Hemisphere, I suppose you'd say. Yeah. yeah. And um, and there's a, quite a few. Who else has come over? Penny. There's yourself.
2: Um, Vanessa Way's Grand Prix, and then there's um, a couple of Preston George horses and a couple of young rider horses. Mm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big trap. I mean, we have to fly of course and drive the length of the country so it's, you know, it's a couple of days to get here and um, it's quite a bit of money as well so you pick the b- biggest ones to, to aim for and this is it
1: Yeah, yeah so we go up this afternoon, we um, victory salute my horse and, and Penny's horse, Jim Star 1, we'll, we'll truck them up this afternoon and the trot up is tomorrow and the vet check and then we're into it on Thursday Thursday Grand Prix, Friday Special, and Saturday Night the Cur.
0: And d- w- yeah. w- now, what your pl- plans? Then, what are you riding? Just the one horse, or do you have an, a number of horses, Brett?
1: Uh, I'll be taking Vicky Salute for the free- for, for the Grand Prix, which it's his last. It's the last time we'll be doing the the cur from Kentucky. So we're doing we're sending doing a bit of a send off to that Cur as we sort of prepare and. And work on another curve for for our build up for London. Um, I'll be taking two younger horses, a, a new one that we bought out of Queensland, um, and uh, DP Weltmeiser. Both horses have had have been very successful in uh, it's our advanced level, which is the equivalent to the S level in Germany or Z level in Holland. Um, it's the level just before Prince George into one both horses could probably go press and george into one but i've kept them in advance because they're both young. Mm. So um I'll take those up as well and just to keep me busy in between the grand prix.
0: Absolutely. So um, now you you mentioned you know you have to penny make the trip over from New Zealand which is not exactly down the road there's a cost involved you have to fly you fly from uh, Auckland to Sydney do you when you bring your horses over?
2: Yeah, that's right. <coughs> Mm.
0: and and yeah. then you you base yourself with, with Brett there. but There's a lot of uh, travelling involved. I mean, there's, they're all di- big distances over there, aren't they? Oh, I think probably
2: you are further, but in our own country it's not that far. In, in Australia, of course, there's huge distances, but to get here is a you know, it's a big cost of time and everything, but, you know, I mean, you're coming and it's all part of the journey, and it's, um, I thought, well, if I'm coming over I might as well base myself for the best, and get sharpened up and try and lift my score to a 3% and I believe Brett's done that for me so it's like we're saying bring it on
1: <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah. we've just been working on parts of the mm-hmm. test that I thought um,
2: I did a work show a couple of weeks ago didn't I so you could see me competing and yeah. see me under a bit of pressure I had to follow him he, he took Victory Salute out for a, a yeah. little pre-run the first time since he's come back from um, Kentucky and blow me down. I had to follow him.
1: <laughs> terrifying. And um, and I got the chance to watch Penny in the in the ring and just saw some things that I thought we could we could improve. Not not big things, and we haven't changed a lot. What we've tried to do is is just make sure there's no there are no sixes or, or minimum of sixes, and just try to work on building everything to a seven. And um, and the, the horse is responding really well, and Penny's responding well, and. And, um, yeah, we'll test it in, in the ring on Thursday.
0: Hey, we've talked about you making that uh, journey over to Australia, you know, for, for, this, for this particular competition, Penny, but are you short of, you know, th- that kind of level of competition in New Zealand? I mean, does it mean you have to... Is it, is it a bit like, you know, when you live in England, you really have to go to the mainland to, uh, to get that exposure to that level of competition?
2: Oh, you do. I mean, when you... Yeah, you do. We have to come over here and compete against Australians to see where we are on the... You know, it's the beginning of getting onto the world stage. So if we can't foot it with them, I mean, I, I personally think it's pointless going further. So um, I've come over here to just put myself in the environment and see where we're at and um, and then go from there, really. Yeah.
0: And who would be so, the judges there this weekend, Brett?
1: Oh, good question. Um, Do you get any Mary from Europe? Seyfried, yeah, there are judges coming from Europe now. I'm not exactly sure who they are. Alison, um,
2: Alison King's
1: one. So Alison King from Hong Kong. Um, you'll, we'll have Mary Seyfried, uh Susie Hubernars. They're our, two of our top judges. Um, I think there's a Korean judge, one of the Koreans. And then I'm not too sure who the Europeans are. I think, yeah, no, I'd only be guessing. So oh, tell I us exactly. Sort of myself.:
0: where, where exactly is the CDI held?
1: It's at the 2000 Olympic venue. We call it the Sydney International Equestrian Center.
0: Oh, at Horsley Park.
1: A, yeah, Horsley Park. Okay. It's a legacy left behind by the Olympics, and it's a fantastic venue, it really is. Um, it's, it's absolute world-class and, and, um, and Tony Venhouse and her team run a a, a world-class event i mean it's it's a very very well-run professional event and um and really sets the benchmark here in australia for 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 events
0: well we definitely should give a shout out to tony and france of course because they're big fans of the dressage radio show we often hear from them and so uh, i'm glad you mentioned them because they uh, put so much into the sport over there
1: in australia don't they oh they do with Without Franz and Tony, the sport wouldn't be where it is today, and um, we have them to thank for it. They're they're just absolute workers at getting the sport and lifting the profile, so yeah, it's a a real credit to them, and we have them to thank for it.
0: So that all happens this week. At the same time, of course, the World Cup finals, as we mentioned, happening in Leipzig, Germany. So I want to uh, talk to you both about those uh, combinations that you've been watching and how they're prepared for this final, which of course is always very hotly contested, but uh, let's just take another quick commercial break before we do that. EquiSketch is a great new company dedicated to providing the best mobile apps for every rider. Each app has been designed to be used by riders of all ages and all levels of experience. With EquiSketch Dressage, you can replace your dressage paper or dry erase boards and begin learning all your dressage tests on your iPhone or iPad. The EquiSketch board allows you to study in a flashcard style by hiding the step instructions while visualising their location in the arena. Every test can also be viewed in a written format and later shared with your dressage students or fellow riders. EquiSketch records allows you to manage all your horses and shows on the go. Track every medication, vet visit, dental exam, farrier work and much more, complete with built-in reminders. EquiSketch has some of the best-selling equestrian apps on the iTunes App Store, which have already been purchased in over 35 countries. They're available for the iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch. So visit equisketch.com/hrn for more information, or search Equisketch in iTunes. Equisketch is dedicated to making your equestrian life mobile, one app at a time. Well, the World Cup Finals this year, as I said, it's going to be a big event because there's so much going on over there and even the young riders as well. Very, very exciting, very hotly contested competition as always. It's a very prestigious event, isn't it, Brett?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful event. I was lucky enough to take part in last year's World Cup Final, which was the 25th anniversary in uh, Den Bosch, and I loved it. It's, it. it's a special event because there's such a small number of competitors and there's all the little cocktail parties and dinner parties around the event and being such a small number you feel very special it was a great introduction for me coming out of Australia back into Europe and just just really being you know just associated with those group of people and, and I sort of I come away from that show feeling a real camaraderie amongst the competitors I must say I really enjoyed the camaraderie and yeah, it was just a lot of fun. So I'm a little bit jealous that I'm not there this year, but looking through the list, it's going to be pretty strong competition. Probably glad I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> when I really look down the list, there's so many people that can win it. I mean, Adelinda Knellison with Parzaval would have to go in as favourite. But then you've got a big group, Patrick Kittle with Scandic. I know he's been on, he's been in absolute top form. I've been, oh, Patrick's a good friend of mine, so. I hear quite a bit how Skandik's going, and that horse is going from strength to strength under the the, the mentoring of Chef Janssen. Um, We've got Hans Peter with Nadine. She's a a seasoned performer. Edward with Sister de Joux. Um, Again, very, very hard to beat. We've got the Germans, Helen Langenharnenberg with Responsible. Ulla Solzgeber with Hertz Erber. Hertz, he's a great horse. We've spoken about him on the show. Mm -hmm. And then Isabel with Satchamo I mean... once you put those people all in the same ring, anything can happen. Um, it'll be interesting to see Richard Davidson with Hiscox Artemis. I mean, this would be the first major international event, um, World Championship, World Cup Final and World Championship, that Richard's been a part of with this horse. I know he's been bringing that horse on very steadily over the years, and this horse is now showing that he's ready to take on uh, the rest of the, the top of the world. And then we have Natalie with Digby, another seasoned performer, Yurun Devro with his horse—it's um, hard to pronounce—but um, Vi- Viveroff, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean Yurun—you can't discount him either. So, very tough field.
0: Any predictions there, Penny? Um, when you when you hear of all those names, you know the the, the cream of the cream. There, uh, they're going to be battling it out this week. Any any predictions?
2: Uh, I'd have to stay with Parzival.
0: Well. <laughs> I would... love watching him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I love him so, Yeah. Yeah.
0: What What about you, Brett?
1: Yeah, look, I think Parzival has to win as favourite. I, I, I mean, Skandik, I think he will if he's going as well as I know he. If he does as well as I know he can do, he could be right up there. Um, Roserba with Ulla. I mean, the the X factor there is. Ola. <laughs> she can just produce a test, she's the most amazing test rider um, Edward with sister, that's, a, that's another one, I mean she's she's a dynamic mare Edward is just a, an amazing competition rider so it'll be top, the top five could go in a number of ways but I can I really can't see anyone going past Adelinda but we saw at the World Equestrian Games that anything can happen unfortunately and and, um, you yeah, know, that's the wonderful thing about sport, isn't it? Well,
0: it certainly is very unpredictable where horses are concerned. Anything can happen, as you say. Uh, but, you know, Sachmo and and uh, Isabel have been going pretty well over this winter too. You know, and you never count them out. I mean, they sh- no doubt will be there in the final analysis. But, uh, you know, the Dutch seem to have the edge there in terms of nations. I know this isn't about nations. This is about individuals. And so, you know, you've always got that friendly rivalry. It's a bit like Australia and New Zealand, isn't it, what happens between the the Dutch and the Germans?
1: Yeah, I think um, when I look at the Dutch and the the Germans, it's a a long-standing rivalry, isn't it? And, um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that go head-to-head there, not only the competitors but the training systems and the... And uh, the fact that it's the breeding, you know, there's a lot of things that go head to head there. And um, yeah, I mean, competition produces success, and those two countries have a lot of competition, and um, yeah, that's why they're the, that's why they're the best in the world. It's no it's no fluke that the best riders in the world all live within two or three hours of each other, you know, and that's the reason why because they're all they're all there competing head-to-head, week in, week out.
0: And, of course, a long way on the other side of the world, you guys have a disadvantage geographically, of course, to be exposed to that level of competition. It doesn't mean, you know, that you have to go to the Northern Hemisphere to get that kind of competition uh, match practice, if you will, and I know that you've do, you've been doing this, Brett. Penny, is this something that you aspire to? Or do you have the opportunity to go to the Northern Hemisphere and get this kind of competition practice?
2: No, I don't. I have kids, and um, yeah, I've chosen just to. Uh, I, I did it back when I was a little bit younger in my twenties. I did a lot of writing in America and and um, a little bit in Germany and some in England, but I just really aspire to be the best down here down under and really bring the sport on you know I, I love coaching and um and i love competing i must say that i mean if it if the opportunity did arise in the next couple of years i'm sure my whole family would be behind me to take off to europe but we'll we'll just play a little bit wait and see for a probably another six seven months here and just see where this horse goes you know yeah
0: when when do you it's go back hit, to you yeah. i'm sorry penny go ahead
2: I was going to say, it's a big test for him. He's never been in this huge atmosphere that he's going to have um, this week. So we just want to see how he copes with it all mentally and um, and just see how we stack up against these Australians. And um, then we're just going to make a plan from there, really. This has been our, our goal for the last year to, to get to this event and really be on form. And um, So it's time to take stock next week.
0: Well, we're competition. The the, you know, there, as you say, you're hungry for competition as well. So you better watch out, Brett. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I know. She's, she's watching. And look, the work is looking very, very impressive. That's what I keep saying to her. If she gets too much closer to me, I'm going to have to start some mind games. <laughs> because, <laughs> she's looking very good in training.
0: And now, what, what about your plans to go back to Europe to get um, connected with the Lord of Loxley again? Do you, do you have a, 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 a schedule mapped yeah, out? I've,
1: since we spoke, we spoke last time, I've, I've now come up with a plan. I'll, I'm going mm. to go back at the end of June and try to go to Fritz and, uh, sorry, to Pompadour and Verzon, two French uh, CDIs, and then try to maybe get into Arken, but that's a hard show to get into on an unproven horse. Uh, and then I'll try and finish my trip with with the show in Hickstead. I'm, I know I'm into Hickstead, so I, I'll try and do those four shows. If I can't get into Arken, I'll stay around an extra week and go to Ferdin in Germany, after, or actually two weeks after Hickstead, and just um, I just really want to get a feeling for him in the competition arena and just know exactly what I've got there. Um, Edward, as I said last time, was doing a fantastic job on him and really the horse is coming on leaps and bounds all the time. But the one thing we haven't tested is competition practice and how he's going to be in the atmosphere and the like. So that's why I want to do quite a lot of shows within a short period. The horse hasn't been to a show for at least two years. Um, So we want to just test him in competition and just see see how he goes. And then we'll know a bit more. I mean, victory salute, we know. And then the plan for Victory Salute will be to try and get back next year, hopefully to the World Cup final, but if not um, get back over there for in, around February next year, and then we'll have Victory Salute and Lord of Loxley there competing and trying to make the team for London on both the horses, or well, either of the horses I should say, because you can't go on both, but I mean, we've got a plan in mind if if one is better than the other, so you know we're going to offer one of the horses to other um, Australian team members because we just don't have a pool. We we do, but we don't have the strongest pool. Um, and if I'm sitting on two great horses, and if they um, if one of those horses is disadvantaged because the other horse is better, we don't want to then take the other horse out of the mix. So we're trying to work on a plan on how we can offer that horse to to another one of the Australian team members to. To go to to London to try and see how if we can get there with the biggest with the strongest team
0: all right, well, I want to talk a, a little bit about the other entries that are coming to this weekend to, to the CDI in Sydney there at Horsley park but let 's just take a quick commercial break before we do that. When horsemen were asked what they were looking for in a nutritional supplement, the answer was quite simple that one that 's affordable, effective, and easily proven. Kentucky Performance Products heard that message and developed supplements that meet those needs. All of their supplements from Nalox, Equine Antacid to Summer Games Electrolytes and Joint Armor are formulated based on sound research. The important thing is that you can count on them to deliver results and they're affordable. So to choose the right KPP supplement for your horse, visit kppusa.com or call 1-800-772-1988. And to learn more about horse nutrition and interact with the KPP experts, be sure to join their Facebook fan page. Well, Brett, um, obviously, the, the C, this Sydney CDI is, is the big one for you guys on the East Coast there. And it, it'd be interesting to hear your perspective now of the entries that you, you do have, given the level of competition down there. It's all relative, of course. So who are the big names there that we should be looking out for, apart from yourself and Penny.
1: Okay, well, Chantelle Wigan has had a wonderful start to the year. She's been the the dominant force so far. Um, she she was based in Europe for the last three or four years, and now has come home and and she's been doing very well. So Chantelle, you've got um, Mary Hanna, who's always strong. I mean, you can't discount Mary. She's always in the mix. Um, you have Heath Ryan, Rosie Ryan. Um, I would say Rachel Sanner, I almost forgot Rachel, sorry, Rachel, Rachel Sanner is a very, very good competitor and probably this is going to be her first show since Kentucky, so she I I went to a show two weeks ago, a little local show, just to get a feeling for Victory Salute in the in the competition arena. Rachel hasn't done that. This is her first competition, so she's um taking a little bit more risk but as we know, with Rachel, she's probably the best competitor or one of the best competitors. She's the all the souls giver of Australia, as far as competition riding goes, and um, you can't discount her either. So it should be quite competitive at the at the top end of it, and um, and that's great. I mean, that's that's what we want to to bring on the sport here, and then you add in people like Penny and Vanessa Lay and those people into the mix, and that's what we need to do. We we're talking earlier about competition. Breeding success, and we have to have that competition here to take the sport forward so i'm I'm hoping that it's a really competitive event and we're all pushed to the limit because that's what it has to that's what has to happen to take the sport forward
0: absolutely now and um, what sort of prize money would you be expecting at, at a CDI in that part of the world and, and who would be your principal sponsors, Brett
1: the prize money. I think we'd be looking... I mean, if you would win all three Grand Prix and the Special and the Kerr, I think you'd probably come out of there with just a bit over $2,000. Some nice trophies. Um, The principal sponsors... Now, that changes a little bit year in, year out. So I'm a bit reluctant to comment there. I know Hamilton Island... Um, has been a major sponsor over the years. I know Saddle World and some other saddleries have been, and Peter Harbin's Saddlery and Bates. I shouldn't forget Bates. But I just don't know, to be honest, who is the major sponsor this year. Um, I have a program here in front of me, which which states a lot of sponsors. Um,
0: yes, there's a there's whole family one... of them, isn't there? I mean, I'm I'm not sure if there's any one principal, but there is quite a. A family yeah, of them, from Wild Oats to the Riders Shop, Musto, Kiefer, yeah. and Greystone and Hamilton Island and um, IRT, Zilco. Um, we're going to miss somebody here. Horseland, of course, McCarrills. Uh, it's, it's a family of sponsors that you've bu- built up there, or, or Tony and has, of course, Tony Venhouse.
1: Yeah, yeah. And look, a lot of those sponsors come from within the sport. There are a few, and, and look, I think it is healthy when sponsorship is derived from out of the sport as well. So the introduction of Hamilton Island and McCarrolls, which is a, um, a, a car dealership, CSG Print Services and just some others that are outside of the industry is always healthy for the sport.
0: Absolutely, and it does take it to a broader audience um, you know, Ra- Rachel is actually a record holder, is what I've I've heard for for, for Sydney. So she she'll of course uh, be as competitive as as ever, I'm sure, to retain that title. But uh, no doubt you yeah. will be up, uh, up there in the final analysis,
1: Brett. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I mean, Rachel's won more Sydney CDIs than anybody else, and that's a real credit to her. She's been in the business for a long time and has been at the top for a long time. Ricky McMillan holds the record for the best freestyle score, and I think I, I hold the record for the best Grand Prix score. So I'd like to... I mean, Victory Salute is working as well as he's ever worked. I think he's actually working better than he was in Kentucky. Um, he's just quicker. He's more, uh, for some reason, just getting off the ground more. The Everything is better. The only thing I'm lacking is competition practice, and really someone to kick me into gear because the horse is going better than ever, but I feel in my riding that I'm not really as sharp as I was when I was in Europe and when I had Edward and Nicole on my case to ride the best I can. So the horse is better, I'm worse. Mm, hoping for a, hoping for a decent result. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well that just about sums it up and i think we should uh, certainly have rachel on the show next time maybe you could uh, have her come along and join us here and uh, we can compare notes after the sydney cdi in a few weeks time
1: yeah i sent her a quick text message this morning and she's taking the kids to school so All right. next time i'll get her a little earlier and yeah, okay. she's a wonderful competitor rachel and a great friend of mine and yeah, it'd be nice to have her on the show.
0: Definitely be nice to have a show. But, but for, for now, I want to thank uh, Penny, of course, Penny Castle, for joining us and wish you the very best of luck at uh, the Sydney CDI. I hope your horse lives up to the atmosphere and your expectations and uh, you take all that experience back to Kiwi and, and also help those eventers. You know, they do need some help.
2: Yeah, 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 Thank
0: you very much. All right, thanks for being with us. Well, before we wrap this up, I want to remind you all that the show notes, of course, are on dressageradio.com where you can find a link to the Hallway Feeds app that enables you to listen to the show on the go on your smartphone. There's also a link there to an offer with Audible. They have a free trial there at audible.com so click on that link and you can also do your shopping at Amazon directly from the website too. We have our Facebook fan page where you can stop by and leave your comments and questions there for us and also follow us on Twitter at Chris E Stafford or Horse Radio and don't forget if you have any comments, questions or suggestions send those to me at chris at network.com. Well Brett, that about wraps it up this week. Thank you so much for joining us. The very best of luck at the CDI, the this weekend
1: thank you Chris and I've got two big jobs one is to do well at the Sydney City Island the other is to make sure these Kiwis don't give me too much trouble <laughs> so I'm going to, have to be watching my back
0: <laughs> absolutely well good some good old friendly trans-Tasman rivalry going on there always nice to have you on the show Brett we'll see you back here in a few weeks time and I will of course be back same time same place next week so until then thank you all for listening